Hello there, everyone. Welcome to Digital Nomad Mastery, the podcast and the videocast where we teach you how to make money while traveling the world. And one of the ways to do that is actually to become a published travel writer. And our guest today is Alexa. She's a subject matter expert in this area. She has her own academy, a coaching program. She has a podcast and uh, much more. Uh, so on the show today, we're going to be finding out about how to break into travel writing. So Alexa, why don't we get to know you a little bit better to start with. Uh, if you want to do a quick intro, who are you for the people listening and watching? Well, first of all, thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Um, so yeah, my name's Alexa. I am a travel writer, travel blogger, and travel podcaster. I launched my travel website, 52 Perfect Days, in 2007. Before that, I was a freelance journalist. And I got into that because I was a stay-at-home mom and I had a little one. My son was about four or five years old at the time and I was craving some creativity and took a freelance writing course and went from writing primarily about children and family and quickly got into travel writing, quickly learned that I didn't really enjoy working with editors. So I, I launched my own website and became my own editor and published my own stuff and it's been going strong ever since. I launched my travel podcast in late 2004. And as you said, that really focuses on helping people that are new into the travel writing and blogging area. And the podcast is really meant to be a teaching tool, help people who are looking to fast track their way into this world of really being able to travel for free if you're willing to write about it. Well, who doesn't love traveling the world for free? I certainly love it. Um, I have a website called daddyblogger.com, which, which has been going for about five years. And uh, at the beginning, I was just uh, getting a lot of products. People would be mailing me products for me to review. And this uh, year, or actually last year in December, we took the leap. And we started traveling for the last seven months, and it's been amazing. We've got a whole bunch of different hotels, resorts, um, even travel gear. We get uh, sightseeing, lots of sightseeing covered, and even some food and transport too. So, uh, you know, uh, and I know a lot of people want to learn those skills. Uh, so, Alexa, um, you specialize in the area of breaking into travel writing. Uh, so, if people wanted to actually break into travel writing, how can they break the code? Well, I think first you need to become really clear about why you want to do it. When I first started, my initial interest was really just traveling. I wanted to travel more and do it cheaper or for free. And so other people are getting into it because maybe they want a second career. They're, they want to become a digital nomad. They want to be able to work from the road. So knowing why you're getting into it, I think, is the very first step so that you know how to manage your own expectations. And the second thing I would say is understanding if you want to strictly blog or if you want to write for other publications. And so I suggest everyone write for either another blog, website, or online publications before they jump into the world of creating their own website because it's a lot more than I think most people can imagine. It takes upkeep, there's the learning curve of understanding WordPress, there's so many different things that goes into it. But beyond that, it's so important when you wanna jump into the world of travel because it's grown so much since I even started. So having a niche really will help you to be able to monetize your blog, get specific kinds of press trips, work with specific kinds of brands. 
So by taking that time, whether it's a month or three months and say to yourself, I'm going to write one, two, five, whatever number of articles for either other websites, whether it's for free or paid, just to get your feet wet to understand, do I enjoy this? Do I like the writing process? Do I like the photo editing process? And really getting clear about what it is you want to write about. So I, I feel like that's a really good stepping stone for people. And then if they love it, you know, by all means, at that point, go and jump in and develop a website. Some great tips there. Um, so uh, we can cover the area of uh, travel writing in terms of getting in, getting into um, you know traditional media such as newspapers, magazines, TV, radio, um, and also obviously new media such as uh, writing, uh, sorry, travel blogging, uh, podcasting, video casting. Uh, let's cover the area of um, you know traditional media because I think a lot of people would love to get their own articles published in a magazine, a newspaper, uh, travel journal, etc. Any tips or advice in terms of how to do that? I, I think to get into print media or very established, bigger websites, the best thing you can do is to get some clips behind you. The more you write, the better you get. I would strongly suggest taking a writing course. Amanda Castleman has an amazing travel writing course. So if you want to get specifically into travel writing, I actually took her course when I was early into work, you know, transitioning from straight freelance journalism into travel specifically. So I think that's a great step. Uh, and then getting to know some editors, understanding the publications. I think a big mistake people make is they just start querying publications without actually taking the time to go online and look at the type of content that they're providing, the, the angles that they write from, picking up the magazine and actually reading through it. The second thing is to do a search on the websites to make sure it's not a topic that's been covered a lot. So that's a really quick way to not make friends with an editor. But if you come to them and you really show like, I've looked at your magazine or newspaper or website and I understand the kind of stories that you like to tell and I see you haven't written about this subject or you haven't written about this location, from this point of view, you're going to get a lot farther. And then if you have some clips to back it up and be able to say, you know, here are five links to articles that have already been published of mine. So they can actually see what you can deliver. So what would you say from your years of experience makes a good article in terms of like the headline or the writing or the storytelling? Uh, any uh, insights there into what makes a good uh, travel piece? Well, you know, I did think it depends. Are we talking about print? Or are we talking about somebody's blog? Because the first thing you need is to get somebody to the article. So I think the headline is huge. The meta description, which is, you know, the little piece of content people would see if they just searched for the main subject, that's going to help people click through to the article to begin with. Beyond that, it's, it's good writing. And in today's world, it's a lot of great photos. So people tend to keep scrolling down because of really nice, engaging photography. And if they're truly interested in the topic, then they're going to take the time to really, truly read the article. So make sure you don't have typos. If you can, team up with somebody, trade you know, your articles to get feedback and 
to do edits on each other's work. You know, it's all about also writing a cohesive and interesting article. So Alexa, you have a great podcast, by the way, and uh, back in British Columbia, where I'm from, uh, we would do road trips and uh, we would listen to them uh, while we were on a road trip. So good on you for your podcast. Thank um, you. Curious to know uh, what are the major, um, um, you know, themes and topics you cover on the podcast for the, obviously for the people listening, if they want to uh, subscribe to an iTunes, uh, walk us through your podcast. So uh, it's called the Break Into Travel Writing Podcast, and it covers everything from how to land a media trip to how to monetize your blog, how to get, I guess, you know, work doing guidebooks, all kinds of things. I interview PR people. I interview people from tourism companies, other bloggers, travel writers. I've done a lot of solo podcast myself where if I've gone on a recent trip, I will sit down and tell you how I got it and the process and what the experience was. Yeah, some uh, some great um, content. The things you mentioned are uh, pretty much what everyone wants to know. Uh, uh, how do you make money at press trips? Uh, you know, how do you get published, etc. So uh, maybe we can walk through some of those things for the people listening and watching. Um, how do you get on press trips? Because that's a great area of travel blogging and travel writing to actually save yourself some money, as long as obviously you have, a, you have an established audience, etc. So uh, maybe you can give us a quick one-on-one on press trips. Uh, sure. I mean, and actually you don't necessarily have to have an established audience if you're only writing for other publications, which I know a lot of people that do that. I personally write for my own website and I also give them coverage through the podcast. I will once in a while write for somebody else. Um, but I think the easiest way to get press trips is first of all, if it's for your website, you've got to build an audience and you've got to build your social media. So those are two criteria. But on the flip side, there are a lot of people that get press trips because they've got that niche site. So if, if you niche down and you sit, let's say you only cover Mexico, you're probably gonna get a lot more press trips with less traffic than you would if you were just a generalized site. But there are many ways to get media trips. Um, one of the best ways when you're just starting out is to contact the tourism boards directly, introduce yourself, let them know who you write for, whether it's just your own website or if you have additional publications, let them know you want to be added to their media list. And I just ask straight out, do you have any upcoming media trips or influencer campaigns? And most of the time they get back to you and let you know what's going on. Besides that, there's a lot of other ways to find trips. There's um, a company called Trav Media, which I go to all the time to look for PR connections, Sometimes they will announce media trips that you can apply for. There are other organizations. Um, there's the International Food, Wine, Travel, Travel Writer Association. They have media trips, uh, probably four or five a year. And even my academy, part of what you get as a member in my academy is every year we do a mastermind, an in-person mastermind, followed by a media trip. And so, that's one more way. So as an Academy member, you have access to that as well as one or two additional press trips that I throw for my members each year. And then 
going beyond that, there are so many Facebook groups that you can belong to. There's one called Press Trip Tips, I think is the name. You apply for it, so it's not an automatic entry, but if you meet certain criteria, such as traffic and connections and things like that, then you get admitted to the group, and it's a great way to trade contacts with for PR and DMOs and different tourism contacts. Yeah, I'm actually in that one. It's started by our uh, common friend, Aaron Bender, uh, Travel yes. Press Trips, and uh, yeah, you need yes. to have a certain number of uh, followers and stuff like that, but it, that's, that's one of my favorite groups because people oh, yeah. all established travel bloggers and they're sharing about uh, contacts with each other and all, so yeah, great community there that Aaron's built up. Yeah, so yeah, so if you're, if you're a little bit established, that's a great one, and if you're not, again, I say, you know, just go directly to the tourism companies, just start selling yourself. You've got, in this day and age, with so many travel websites out there, you have to be aggressive. You do indeed, you do indeed. And uh, you know, that's what actually um, separates you from the rest of the people who kind of just write a generic uh, email and then they, they just copy paste and send it all over the place. But I find if you're kind of aggressive and also if you're, uh, you know, niche, like you mentioned, niche, and also if you have a creative story angle for them that they might not have covered, that really helps as well. Yeah, and you know, I mean, I just got back from a trip. I was in Iceland and Ireland for two and a half weeks with my son, and I I first worked with the airline. I got them to sponsor our flights, and then from there, I worked with uh, Irish car rentals, and they sponsored our car while we were in Ireland. And then this was a do-it-myself press trip. So there are different kinds of media trips and press trips, and. As you know, some are planned and you just apply and they take care of 100%. This one, I wanted to really kind of create on my own. And so then from the airline, I went to the car and then I just went to the individual hotels and tourism boards and then they planned the rest of it for me. So, so you know, there's a lot of different methods to get this, but that was a 100% sponsored trip for me. So tell us about some of your other travels. I mean, you do a lot of uh, travel generally and also a lot of sponsored travel. So if you can walk us through some of your major cities, countries, continents, destinations that you guys have like, visited. Okay, well, as I said, recent, most recently, it's been Iceland, Ireland. Two weeks before that, I was on a press trip in Ukraine, which was wonderful. Um, that's not an area that I was really expecting to go to, but again, that was a press trip opportunity with a, uh, a group called Cobblestone Freeway Tours. And so there were, I think, about 12 of us that took that trip together and we traveled throughout the entire country, which was wonderful. We got a really good overview of, of the, the country itself. And um, I, most recently before that, the biggest one was probably the Viking Christmas Cruise that I did, which was a sponsored trip. I actually got that through the International Food, Wine and Travel Writers Association. And as far as like just general travel, I've been to, I've been everywhere. I mean, I, I've been to a lot of places in Europe. I've been lucky enough to go to the Philippines, which was one of my favorite recent trips. That was just a beautiful location. And I also do a lot of local travel. I, I am in San Diego. I'm a 15 minute drive to the Mexican border. So I love to travel and do Baja California. There's a lot of amazing wine, amazing food down there. And coming up, um, I actually just got invited to a tourism trade show in India that wow. I'm, I'm still 
I'm trying to work out and I've got a trip to Jordan coming up. And uh, we also, my mastermind and media trip is next month. So we're doing that in Scottsdale, Arizona. And then the media trip is in Puerto Penasco, Mexico, which is on the Gulf of Mexico. And so that's, I've got a lot of things to look forward to. So I have a wealth of experience and expertise in this area. Uh, tell us about how, what services you offer uh, people who are aspiring travel writers. Sure. Well, I would say my academy would would be my favorite of all my services. It's um, a travel writers academy. It's a monthly fee to join, and anyone who wants to join us will get access to all the previous challenges that we've done, and then we do a new challenge every single month. And it's been everything from how to grow your Instagram stumble upon every kind of social media. I walk them through how to get a press trip as well as helping them with the contacts. We um, have an open policy. We all share all of our media contacts. I've got a whole database of, of media contacts weekly. I post different press trips that I find. And uh, we also do a monthly Google Hangout, which allows all the members to basically have free reign to not only me, but the other members to ask any questions that they want. And then we've got a secret Facebook group again, where, you know, between the Google Hangouts, people can ask whatever they want. So it's a really active, tight community. Everyone knows each other really well. It's super supportive. And my whole goal is to really help people jumpstart their travel writing career or fast track it. You know, if you want to get more media trips, if you want to start monetizing your blog, you want to start learning how to work with affiliates, this would be my favorite option for anyone looking to break into travel writing. I also run an Instagram course, and I also run a traffic course. So those can be found at Break Into Travel Writing, and it's breakintotravelwriting.com slash Instagram course, and the other one is breakintotravelwriting.com slash traffic. So that the traffic teaches you how to build more traffic to your website on a regular basis. And the Instagram course teaches you everything from A to Z. Um, that one is built more for somebody who's who's just starting out and trying to get over that 10 or 15,000 follower mark. Sounds amazing. You know, definitely a wealth of different products and services to help people out there. I'm curious to know about your personal vision. Uh, you know, now you've established yourself as a successful writer. You have a great community, a podcast, a blog, or, uh, you know, the website, etc. Where do you see yourself in the next few years and beyond? Well, my son is 15 years old now, and he's going into his second year of high school. So when he graduates high school, I imagine myself becoming much more of a digital nomad and probably starting out in Mexico. Mexico is one of my favorite countries in the world. Uh, I love the Yucatan, but I also, I love Baja, and there's a lot of areas I haven't explored at all. So I would kind of like to bop around there for a while in between media trips and, and really have the experience of living more local for longer periods of time. And um, that would be on a personal level. And on a business level, I want, especially with 52 Perfect Days, I want to create more passive income. I'm a huge fan of Pat Flynn and listen to his podcast all the time. Amy Porterfield, you know, all those guys, and Chris Ducker, all, all the gurus that 
help you learn how to build a website that can make money long term. And so that is something I'm working on right now, getting more into affiliate. And while I, I love doing sponsored posts, maybe easing out of that a little bit and trying to just increase that passive income portion. Passive income is a beautiful thing, thing, and yeah, definitely Pat Flynn is one of the masters that it. Uh, I've actually been focusing on that area as well. I have uh, four different Udemy courses, and my Udemy courses are pretty much making me a few hundred dollars a month, which is always a beautiful thing to get passive income through there. And uh, for me, it's uh, YouTube ad revenue too. I build up a successful YouTube uh, channel, so some passive income through there. Kindle book, that's another one for me, and some affiliate marketing. I actually need to build that one up as well. So uh, yeah, we're in the same boat, you know, trying to build up uh, multiple streams of income both active and passive. Yes. <laughs> um, so uh, to end off your, uh, you know, you mentioned uh, the site. Uh, if you want to quickly uh, tell us how we can find you once again. So I'm at 52 Perfect Days. That's the numbers 5252perfectdays.com. I'm, I'm 52 Perfect Days across all social platforms. And then I've got the podcast, which is breakintotravelwriting.com. And you can find all my social media handles you know, by going to either one of those sites. It's so funny you mentioned the 52 perfect days because I'm actually here in Medellin, Colombia. And in Medellin, Colombia, it's actually known as the city of eternal spring. And it's actually springtime weather the whole year. You have, uh, you know, uh, it's not too hot. It's not like scorching hot where you're like sunstroke or sweating bullets. And it's not too cold. You don't need a jacket or a uh, sweatshirt and it's uh, the city of eternal spring so literally here you can have <laughs> I must go then there are two people who are just listening you got to watch it as well but we got this apartment and it's only about uh, for the whole uh, month Highly recommend Medellin. I'm a big advocate. <laughs> I haven't made it to Colombia at all, and it's been on my radar for the last couple of years. And I unfortunately passed up a really good airfare like two summers ago, and I went back to book it, and it had tripled. So it's someplace I will be soon. I can promise you. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, thanks again for your time uh, over there in San Diego, one of the most beautiful places as well, and it has actually one of the best climates in the world too, and some of the most spectacular ocean views. That is true. I love my hometown. So thanks, Alexa. Thanks for your time, and thanks for sharing all those tips with our viewers and listeners today. Thank you for having me. It was a pleasure. It was indeed. Uh, so, uh, you know, uh, just once again, for the people who are listening and watching, uh, make sure you check out uh, Alexa's uh, website, uh, Break Into Travel Writing. Make sure you subscribe to her on iTunes as well. I love connecting with fellow podcasters. Uh, for us as well, if you want to subscribe to us, that will help us out. We're Digital Nomad Mastery across the web, digitalnomadmastery.com, Digital Nomad Mastery on YouTube, Digital Nomad Mastery on podcast, and all over social media. And uh, the one last thing I wanted to say is uh, join our Facebook group. We have the Digital Nomad Mastery community for aspiring new and established digital nomads. So thanks everyone for tuning into this episode. Happy travels and we'll catch you in the next episode.